Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, my talk 1071, everything entertainment. It is your Tuesday edition. Usually we say it's the most productive day of the week, but I don't know what that even means anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it means either, Danny. <laughs> it was productive because I did a video today after taking a hiatus. Yes. Tell us about the video, please. Well, you know, lady exercise okay. came back. Came back. Came back. Very funny. Yes, uh, it's posted on Twitter and Insta, and basically I gave away the key tips. So you should play the audio. Oh, here. Just All right, to give well. people a sampling right. of how right. fabulous Lady Exercise really can be. Although Stanley Tucci was everything. I know, I don't That's talk. what the internet was talking Okay, here. Lady Exercise has made a return by popular demand. <laughs> I brought Winston because, you know, you never really know how long a minute is until you actually start exercising. I'll just give you a couple of tips. Run like this handsome man is waiting for you at the finish line. The Joe Maurer cutout. I've already done a push-up today. You see, I fell over, and when I push myself back up, I got the push-up out of the way. (laughs) Also, I should let you know that my three favorite elements of exercise are dodging, jumping, and rolling. Dodging responsibility jumping to conclusions and rolling my eyes why that's the biggest of all i must roll my eyes 1000 times a day good lord no i love but how the british favorite... die came in at the end of no, that yeah but, right. but my favorite is winston laurie's it looks like a a bulldog yeah it is a bulldog it's a bulldog but is that really a bulldog it is a it looks like a it's a bulldog. It's not a French bulldog. Where did you get said animal from, from my uh lovely daughter-in-law? It's hysterical. It's a doorstop, but I'm quite yes. fond of it it's, and it I've got a glitter leash bedazz- on. It. It's a bedazzled thing, but I you're very good at that, Lori. Hey, oh, now I know. No, but Stanley Tucci calmly making my favorite and a groany cocktail mm-hmm. is one of the sexiest videos you'll see on the internet. Somebody put it on the homepage. Yes. I wanted Donnie to do it. I sent him a note at like 7.30. Yeah, somebody beat you to it. Yeah, it called The Morning Show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he's been famous for such a long time. Love he's him. like that guy, that actor. I mean, Devil Wears was Prada. Prada was, he was everything. But even before that, he's been in so many shows. He's hysterical. The Pelican Brief. Oh, yes. He was in the Pelican Pelican Brief and his uh, friend Emily Blunt introduced him to Felicity Blunt, her sister, a couple years after his wife had died. Yes. And they are now married. And what a fun. So John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, Felicity Blunt, 
and Stanley Tucci. That would be a fun family gathering. Yeah, so he's showing how to make a quarantine Negroni, and Walton Goggins is also doing that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm justified. Our, he did a Negroni last week, a quarantine. Negronis are good. I like it without the gin. I like the vodka Negroni. So I make my Negroni with my own elements. Yes. But Ryan, our Ryan here on Don and Steve, did a very excellent Manhattan. Oh, I watched it last night. He did a very I good job. I hope he job. had a sweater on while he, he was making well, it. Well, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan is such a classic. He, you know. Anyway, I hope Stanley keeps doing it. I hope we get sex on the beach next. Oh, that'd be a good one. Oh, the way he talked about that orange. He's he's something. Yeah, I would like he's, you to be Cocktail Julia. I would like you to come oh. up with some kind of a character and be a cocktail waitress, a bartender. Lori, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I obviously got the have shaker. one track. You got the shake. I know you love. I, I showed, have one track. I, I just, showed Casey your singing your gentle oh, song horrible. yesterday. No, he was just like, all, and at the end of it, he goes, my sister has always loved Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it's pathetic. <laughs> I have a one track mind with musical performances and they're so bad. I know. How about did someone you... did say to us on Instagram, please, please make it stop. Please make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Well, we don't give you. We don't give the songbird every day. No. And I will have you know that Madonna went back to a quarantine diary over the old Corona typewriter and just talking nonsense with her Norma Desmond musings. I hate it. She really is not um, listening to anybody, including her inner her inner editing button. No, it's, it's just she really is just. Why do you have a sticker on you are beautiful? Well, somebody sent it to us, somebody who wrote us a note and said, thank you all. I, I left it in the other room. I, we'll give her a shout out tomorrow. But yeah, she sent you and I and Downey, you are beautiful stickers. So I thought I would put it on today in honor nice. of lady exercise. <laughs> now, speaking of um, all things from the heart, did you watch your little bachelor from the heart Honest last night? Pete. Did you die when they flashed? One of the dates was at the Dresden room where With- Marty and Elaine of an age we don't know. No, exactly, because they've been together 38 years. Yeah. But this is just our favorite lounge in L.A. I mean, that place is classic. It's and I, classic. And when they asked the couple on the date to come and sing Fever, oh. and Elaine just gave him the look <laughs> with her black, black hair. And her eyeliner is oh, so Like she great. can do She's it. But those people really are not good singers. I've noticed that this love in the time, listen to your heart, because it's it's Bachelor at Bachelor Life. Listen to your heart. But with singers, they really... And why was Chris Harrison dressed like he was an extra from Star Trek? I don't know, but I still watch the whole damn thing. Oh, I did too, but I, I got every... mad at it because hey. what... Who hasn't cheated on somebody? I mean, that whole <laughs> discussion... Emotional cheating is so much worse than just physical yeah. cheating. It's like that's right. the number. Who hasn't cheated on somebody I at mean, some point? Who hasn't? This is the number one way people get out of relationships. Yeah. And it was the drama because someone came back who knew one of the guys had cheated emotionally. emotionally. That's even worse. Oh, I was. I I would agree. I would agree. And then eyes. that twenty-one-year-old crying. I just want to be with someone who won't cheat on me for once. I'm like, girl, you're only 21. You're going to be cheated on. Yeah. You start cheating and be the first one to cheat, and then you can get out. How about that? (laughs)
How about that for some I love advice? I absolutely <laughs> love your advice. <laughs> Since you've always been cheated on, try being the cheater once and That's see right. if that grows some hair on you. Come on. Right. Good for the up. goose is good for the gander. That's, That's right. right. Buck up and get it together. But it was, that show is just bad. It's so bad. That but I, like I, it. I was happy when they showed up at the Dresden room. Same. And I just was like, oh, that's so great. They needed to fast forward to the busker scene and some other stuff. But it's... I fast forward. Yeah, yeah I scene. did. I was just like, <laughs> I can read a book. I can talk on the phone. And I can do this. Yeah. No. Yeah, it got a little... But it's it still kind of works. There's only like three more episodes. Then it's fine. Yeah. Because the elimination part is funny when they're all trying to find someone to... You know, remember you kind of liked me once. You looked at me last week. Right. <laughs> remember me, me over here? Remember? <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, well, speaking of dating, yesterday we had a very lively chat about dating in the time of Corona. It is. I got a lot of com- com- comments about your theory. A Corona goggles? Yeah. There were a couple holes in your theory, people thought. Well, we will discuss. (laughs) We will come back with the new dating game. Okay. Hi, talkers. Thanks for listening. For those finding new ways to tune into My Talk at home, you could find us live or on demand on your smart speakers, the My Talk app, or by clicking Listen Now at MyTalk1071.com. Thanks, Donna. It's a great gift. You're wonderful, Donna. Donna. Thanks for hanging out with us. So, Donnie, was last night the finale of Better Call Saul? I don't think so. Okay, there's one more, maybe. No, it's not the finale. There's another season. Oh, penultimate. There's another season. Right, but it wasn't the finale last night. I don't believe it was the finale last night. It was the finale of The Plot Against America. That was the finale last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not watching that one. I mean, it kind of started it. I kind of started it. I feel like someone's plotting it. It's based on a book, so. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was a fascinating alternate history. You did? Well, I binge, it got all the way through Bosch in like three days. I told her I can't. I have right. no, I can't help myself when it comes to Titus Welliver. He's amazing. He's a sexy, sexy man. I like him too. Yeah. Okay. So should we uh, catch up with CBS this morning? They, it was just interesting that they, you know, came, uh, you know, also upon the fact that there is dating going on in the time of Verona and it's challenging and different and there's a lot of vetting and there's going to be romances and there's going to be breakups, but they did not mention the Corona goggles, which I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't. Be- that's your specialty. That's though. my well, specialty. You can end the whole. You can wrap it all up with well, your theory. Okay, right, I don't want to spoil your fun. All right, let's let's hear okay. from CBS this morning. Love really is in the air in New York City. Last month, Jeremy Cohen turned to his drone to get the attention of Tori Signorella after he spotted her dancing on her building's rooftop across the street. I went out to my balcony and I said hi and she waved back and said hi. I kind of said something along the lines of like, I'm going to send you something. And then I wrote my number on my drone 
and then I ran up to the roof and flew it over. Since then, there's been a rooftop dinner, a second date in person with Cohen in a protective bubble, and a special romantic gesture for Tori's birthday, courtesy of an old school boombox. Obviously, we've built this bond just over this crazy scenario, but we also get along really well as just like humans and individuals, which has been really nice to actually focus on. Okay, okay, so let me just stop right there. Okay, but this is happening in high right. density places. People are flirting on and balconies yeah, and rooftops, across on yeah. rooftops right. because right, people here are doing social distancing walks or social distancing pic- picnics. But in a high density area, you where have you've to got be vertical. so creative. Yeah, you got to be. Re- and I, he was in a bubble. That makes me laugh. That, so I think that would be the funniest, funniest thing to show up in. And then he went outside of her apartment when it was her birthday and like to say, say anything, anything and held up box. the boombox. All right, let's play the next one. All right. Many Americans have been told to stay home to stop the spread of coronavirus. Some people, like Jamie Shapiro, are embracing the change. The single mom of three is using her new free time to FaceTime. I'm in a single parent group on Facebook, and a lot of people are saying, I'm not going to date right now because can't meet. What's the point? I'm like, this is the point. This is the time. So far, she's met several potential matches, but she's also facing the same frustration some experience in real life, including getting stood up. I put makeup on and like very minimal, like, you know, and uh, but I still have my pajamas and then he didn't show. And I was actually kind of mad. Like, I just like put on lipstick for you. I think it's the first time in a lot of people's life where they felt just prevented from contact with others. Which is true. Well, you can't. I mean, you, you know, can't. you can vet all you want, but someone could still stand you up via face. That just isn't. <laughs> I put on makeup and you stood me up. Let's break the last one, Donnie. Daniel Jones is the editor of the New York Times column, Modern Love. Do you have advice for people that might want to go down this road? I think inhibitions are falling, can fall away. And you can ask the deep questions and learn about their past and learn about their fears and learn about their hopes for the future. And now dating apps like Bumble and Tinder are pushing users to video chat instead. Bumble says video chats increased 56% in late March. And those video dates are lasting on average more than 20 minutes. Do you think that you could get interested in someone over video and, and be in it for a while until you can meet each other? I mean, aren't there movies about this stuff? Like, there's... Uh, it's it's possible. It, it really is. It's kind of like a pen pal, you know, after a while, like a video pen pal. And then after... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com some point you're like well what are we really doing here so look you you could possibly find lasting love i'm an optimist okay i'm a careful optimist everyone wants a hollywood ending right well according to dating.com only five percent of users say they will not date during isolation whereas 82 percent say tony that they still hope to find lasting love by dating online
Wow, Julie, you're the minority there with 5%. Why, why did, what is that, Donnie? What 80, do you mean? Well, you that, don't think that it's possible to find anybody I did, in this I time. did not say that. Oh, okay. You guys are misconstruing. What I said is it's challenging right. because you can have a lot of conversations. You can meet and go on a walk. I think you can't figure out chemistry. Well, you can find a little chemistry in the voice. There's a thing. Yeah. And then if you see somebody in person, you then can you figure can it out a little bit. A little bit. But until the kissing yeah, happens. You can't. Yeah, you so, really, you and, really can't. But I agree that you do have different types of conversations because you can't talk about any current events, really. Because right. there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. So you do get more in a personal, you know, you do ask more personal questions. But I think, I, you know... Here's one thing that Please you could vet me. that you could vet on because did you know that like how you like to sleep can be a make or break in a relationship? All right, tell like us. with some people like windows open, some yes. people don't. That's some people true. like TV yes. on. Yeah. So this is a big ask, question. This no, could be is. a vetting question. Just like uh, you know, ask somebody about you do you like a Fan. softer hard mattress. Fan or no fan, TV on or off, cool bedroom or warm bedroom. Oh, this is a big one, Lori. Thank you for the pointer. Because Slumberland, (laughs) no, Slumber Cloud asked people, and 62% of people say they have ended a relationship because someone had a sleep situation that was completely incompatible with theirs. Just go to a different bedroom and sleep if you need to. Julia. But this is... That that defeats the point. A lot of people don't want to do that. You know, I'm just practical. Yeah. Well, you're... I suppose if you get to where there's chemistry and everything, and it's over, like the window open or not, I feel like that is at the bottom. Ooh. But I get, but I get it. It would be a, like I could thank not. Thank you for the pointer. I'm just saying that uh-huh. could be a little vetting yes. thing you could get I'm out of the it way. Tonight. Do it. Ask... I'm gonna, and I'm going to come back with the um, yeah Hard report or, or soft dot yes. dot dot mattress. Okay. 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 Oh God, Lori's typing them for me right <laughs> now. Yeah. Why not? Okay. I mean, something that trivial can add end a budding romance. Like, I could not be with somebody who can go to sleep with the television on. Oh, gosh, no. Mm. That is a deal breaker for me. I can't handle that either. I can't. Uh-uh. It's, I don't even like going in my room. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, Mm-mm. you know, just like little things like mm-hmm. that, that you could do that. Um, but I need some white noise. I like some white noise of some sort, like yeah. a fan or a little. So you could ask that. I guess. Thank yeah, you. you could this do it is, in some kind of fun way. Help, I'm know. just going to see if all the men I'm flirting with right now are listening, and they could just re- respond right now. Did anyone? Uh, what did cleaners feed- give me? Yeah. Did anyone give you any feedback about the Corona goggles? Yes, people thought that was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But can you really put on your Corona goggles if you haven't kissed anybody? Because then. Once you've kissed somebody and you've done more, then orgasmic haze and corona goggles mix merged. up together. They've merged. They've merged. They've so merged. you first need to keep them separate. But you could still have your corona goggles on and giving somebody more attributes than you might normally because, you know, maybe they're lifting stuff from a poetry book and they're really, you know, I just, impressing I like, you with uh, I like, their words. I like to talk. Yeah. That's mine. I haven't done any of the FaceTiming yet. Yeah. Maybe tonight. I'll report back tomorrow, people. Okay, do it. Uh Uh-huh. Do it. Let us know if there's a drone in your future. Right. Send it over to a neighbor. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Honestly. All right. Let's look at your traffic. All right. Let's do it. As it is, we've got a...
four years ago today, mm-hmm. Prince died. And uh, tonight on CBS, an all-star Grammy salute is on. So, of course, we have to talk to the guy who's uh, really, you've known Prince since he started his career, correct, John Bream? Yes. Met him in 1976. Oh, my God. Do people call you all the time to ask you to talk about him, or did that happen more that first, you know, year? Oh, the first year was nonstop. Yeah. From all over the world, yeah. All kinds of media was calling. Mm -hmm. Where did you, um, John Bream from the Star Tribune is joining us. John, where did you first see Prince Performer meet him? Well, I first saw him hanging out backstage at various concerts with his uh, manager. This was probably 76. I first, you know, actually officially met him in 77 when he was recording his debut album out in the record plant in Sausalito outside of San Francisco. Um, But he wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't talk to me. Um, And then I officially first saw his performance uh, at the Capri Theater, his first performance with his band. Where's the Capri Theater? And I interviewed him before that oh, okay. to, to promote that concert. I had a sit-down interview with him for an hour and a half. Did he look at you during that interview? Oh, no. I knew him for about six years before he looked me in the eye. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Capri's up in North Minneapolis oh, okay. on Broadway. It's still, still, it's there. still there. Yeah. Still there. They're remodeling it right now, in fact. Do you yeah. think it was because he was incredibly shy? Yes. And he, all, he was shy and, um, you know, just so into his music not used to dealing with people um you know he just has his own way of communicating yeah it's a different skill set um okay so john uh and maybe a little bit on the spectrum okay well he was brilliant yep and he did everything better than anybody else it seems like um i i know that a lot of people are are excited to watch this um show on cbs even even in death you know prince this is not going to be any living room concert because this was all taped what back in february all these uh, last week of january january yeah two days after the grammy awards when they still have all the stars in la and so have you seen or any of the performances or do you, what do you know about the the All-Star? Oh yes I, I've watched the whole show it's 2 hours um you know 14 15 16 different artists interpreting prince songs and and then there's lots of clips of prince himself from the super bowl performing on the grammys that sort of thing jimmy jam narrates and tells you some history about prince they have some old childhood photos and things like that that came from his beautiful ones book and did, did you, you did you like it? Yeah. Um, well, you could never replace Prince. Yeah. Nothing compares to him. Um, but it's pretty exciting, you know, in this era of living room concerts where you know Julia's favorite J Lo gets to lip sync <laughs> right. um, from her living room. We get a full blown, you know, over the top spectacle with fancy backdrops. You know, Maya Rudolph does her princess. Um, tribute act with the First Avenue backdrop in there, and they play on a uh, symbol-shaped stage. So it's quite a production, fancy outfits. They must have had a big budget for for this show. So, you know, to have that now in this era of Zoom living room concerts Mm -hmm. is pretty spectacular. Oh, I'm excited. They're great songs. There's some great performances. Good. This is exciting then. Yeah. Because you kind of do miss production. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, we're tired of these Zoom concerts of solo performances <laughs> or, you know, the Rolling Stones in four different cities and someone playing air drums. Oh, but that, that was, was epic. Good, that was epic. you got to admit, John, that was so fun. And the Stones were one of the better uh, living room Zooms. Well, it was a little strange, but it was fun. In, in context, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, to see these full-blown performances with these people all dressed up and um, carrying on with these great songs by Prince is a lot of fun. And some of them really, really rise to the occasion, give you different things. But to me, one of the favorites, and this is the most low-key performance, it's Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles and Chris Martin from Coldplay doing Manic Monday, the Bangles song. And interestingly, both of them said to the producers that they would like to do the song independently. Mm. And so Susanna called them up and said, let's do a conscious coupling and let's do it together. Oh, very clever, John. And of course, Prince wrote Manic Monday. Did he write that specifically for the Bangles? Yes, he did. Was he dating Susanna Hoffs or did crushing on her? Um, you guys cover that kind of information. Okay. Oh, I no, no that is, John, that is so classic. Yeah. We do, and I'm sorry that we asked you that question. We should have known. Th- that's okay. I, I don't really know who he was dating at the time or whether he had a crush on her, but uh, he certainly had a um, musical infatuation to give them that song. Yeah, I, that, that's a great song. Was there um, uh, Mavis Staples? Does she close the show? Uh, she does Purple Rain with the Revolution, mm. and then after that they come back and they do. Everyone gets out there and does Baby I'm a Star. Okay, but oh, you got to stay for Mavis doing Purple Rain. She takes it to church. It's really, really exciting. Oh my oh, gosh! I'm very excited. I know. About I'm this. excited too. So um, the only one I feel like uh, that we've seen because we saw it at the Grammys and it was kind of disappointing was Usher doing Prince. Is that going to be part of tonight? Unfortunately, it is. Um, it wasn't originally planned to be part of the show, but at the last minute, a couple of people dropped out. They filmed this two days after the Grammys. Alicia Keys was supposed to perform. She dropped oh. out. So they had a space in the show, so they added the Usher clip from the Grammys. So he does Little Red Corvette, Doves Cry, Kiss. He's got FKA twigs dancing all over him. I agree with you, Lori. I yeah. didn't think that was a highlight of the Grammys. But there are some really, really great performances. Her doing the beautiful ones at this really cool piano and some great guitar work by Gary Clark Jr. on Let's Go Crazy and The Cross. Mm -hmm. Those are outstanding. Uh, Foo Fighters, I mean, they go nuts on Darling Nikki. It's very, very funny. Oh, good. A lot of fun. All right. Can you believe it's been four years? uh, It seems like almost yesterday, and then it seems like forever. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I know it was. Uh, yeah, it is. Like I, I've loved. Uh, I love the um, story that you had that the Star Tribune you guys had in this Sunday. Uh, your wish list of twelve items. You and Remy Schneider mm-hmm. did it from Prince's vault. Oh yeah, and you know the list could have been five times as long easily. I know, but it was it, it was really good. Just kind of some of your. Uh, fa- I, I really am regret that I didn't go to that piano and microphone oh, concert at nope. Paisley Park. I mean, we did see it at the Paisley Park celebration, but that was he was so joyous in the at least what we saw. I know you saw it in person at the. Chain. Right, but the film the film is almost better than being in person because you know in person you only can see it from one angle where you're sitting from, mm-hmm. whereas the movie that they made has cameras at different angles from all over the the soundstage and it, it it's extremely well done. 
I, I can't wait for that to come out. I uh, wish it would. Yeah, when are we going to see some of this stuff? Why are they sitting on it? Is it all just... Well, we have something coming at the end of May, um, you know, re- reissues of the, the Rainbow Children album and then that box set, that Live in Las Vegas um, okay. box set that he did. Not the stuff from the Rio, but this is um, from the Aladdin, I think it was. Um, th- those are coming May 29th, but I'm I'm hoping for more stuff. I think we're going to get at least one uh, deluxe reissue this year, and I'm hoping it's Sign of the Times because that's my favorite Prince Studio album. Yeah, that's a great. It is a great is album. A great album. Well, John, thank you. Gosh, we've talked to you twice in in one week. This is exciting for us. <laughs> well, tune in tonight, eight o'clock. Oh, we totally. And, and it's on CBS. Yeah, it's on, on CBS. Or CBS. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. we will um, tonight. Yeah, we'll be watching and, it. It's something yeah, to do. It, it, well, and it's exciting. It 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 brings back the thrill that, that Prince gave us. Oh, thank you so much, John Bream from the Star Tribune. The special is tonight. And follow John Bream on Twitter. That's J-O-N-B-R-E-A-M. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Talk to you later. Uh, somebody uh, tweeted a you know Prince performing at the, the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and when they told Prince it was uh, raining, you know the storm, he said, "Make it rain harder." <laughs> That was so epic. Is on. So, of course, we have to talk to the guy who's uh, really, you've known Prince since he started his career, correct, John Bream? Yes. Met him in 1976. Oh, my God. Do people call you, you all the time to ask you to talk about him, or did that happen more that first, you know, year? Oh, the first year was nonstop. Yeah. From all over the world, yeah. All kinds of media was calling. Mm-hmm. Where did you, um, John Bream from the Star Tribune is joining us. John, where did you first see Prince perform or meet him? Well, I first saw him hanging out backstage at various concerts with his uh, manager. This was probably 76. I first, you know, actually officially met him in 77 when he was recording his debut album out in the record plant in Sausalito outside of San Francisco. Um, but he wouldn't look at me. He wouldn't talk to me. Um, and then I officially f- first saw his performance that uh, at the Capri Theater, his first performance with his band. Where's the Capri and I, Theater? And I interviewed him before that. Oh, okay. To, to promote that concert, I had a sit-down interview with him for an hour and a half. Did he look at you during that interview? Oh, no. I knew him for about six years before he looked me in the eye. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Capri is up in North Minneapolis. Oh, okay. On Broadway. It's still... Still it's there. still there? Yeah. Still there. They're remodeling it right now, in fact. Do you yeah. think it was because he was incredibly shy? Yes. And he all, he was shy and, um, you know, just so into his music, not used to dealing with people. Um, you know, he just has his own way of communicating. Yeah. It's a different skill set. Um, okay, so John... Uh, and this... maybe a little bit on the spectrum. Okay. Well, he was brilliant, yep. and he did everything better than anybody else, it seems like. Um, I, I know that a lot of people are, are excited to watch this um, show on CBS. Even even in death, you know, Prince, this is not going to be any living room concert, because this was all taped, what, back in February? All these uh, last performances? week of January. January. Yeah, two days after the Grammy Awards, when they still have all the stars in L.A. And so, have you seen or any of the performances, or do you, what do you know about the the? Oh All-Star? yes, I, I've watched the whole show. It's two hours, um, you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen different artists interpreting Prince songs, and and then there's lots of 
clips of Prince himself from the Super Bowl performing on the Grammys, that sort of thing. Jimmy Jam narrates and tells you some history about Prince. They have some old childhood photos and things like that that came from his Beautiful Ones book. And did, did you, you did you like it? Yeah. Um, well, you could never replace Prince. Yeah. Nothing compares to him. Um, but it's pretty exciting, you know, in this era of living room concerts where, you know, Julia's favorite J-Lo gets to lip sync <laughs> right. um, from her living room. We get a full-blown, you know, over-the-top spectacle with fancy backdrops. You know, Maya Rudolph does her princess um, tribute act with the First Avenue backdrop in there, and they play on a uh, symbol-shaped stage. So it, it, it's quite a production, fancy outfits. They must have had a big budget for, for this show. So, you know, to have that now in this era of Zoom living room concerts mm-hmm. is pretty spectacular. Oh, I'm They're excited. great songs. There's some great performances. Good. This is exciting then. Yeah. Because you kind of do miss production. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're tired of these Zoom concerts with solo performances <laughs> or, you know, the Rolling Stones in four different cities and someone playing air drums. Oh, but that, that was, was epic. Good, that was epic. you got to admit, John, that was so fun. And the Stones were one of the better uh, living room Zooms. Well, it was a little strange, but it was fun. In in context, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, to see these full-blown performances with these people all dressed up and um, carrying on with these great songs by Prince is a lot of fun. And some of them really, really rise to the occasion, give you different things. But to me, one of the favorites, and this is the most low-key performance, it's Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles and Chris Martin from Coldplay doing Manic Monday, the Bangles song. And interestingly, both of them said to the producers that they would like to do the song independently. Mm. And so Susanna called them up and said, let's do a conscious coupling and let's do it together. Oh, very clever, John. And of course, Prince wrote Manic Monday. (laughs) Did he write that specifically for the Bangles? Yes, he did. Was he dating Susanna Hoffs or did crushing on her? Um, you guys cover that kind of information. Okay. Oh, I, no, no that is, John, that is so classic. We do, and I'm sorry that we asked you that question. We should have known. Th- that's okay. I, I don't really know who he was dating at the time or whether he had a crush on her, but uh, he certainly had a um, musical infatuation to give them that song. Yeah, I, that, that's a great song. Was there um, uh, Mavis Staples? Does she close the show? Uh, she does Purple Rain with the Revolution, mm. and then after that they come back and they do. Everyone gets out there and does Baby I'm a Star. Okay, but oh, you got to stay for Mavis doing Purple Rain. She takes it to church. It's really, really exciting. Oh my oh, gosh! I'm very excited. I know. About I'm this. excited too. So um, the only one I feel like uh, that we've seen because we saw it at the Grammys and it was kind of disappointing was Usher doing Prince. Is that going to be part of tonight? Unfortunately, it is. Um, it wasn't originally planned to be part of the show, but at the last minute, a couple of people dropped out. They filmed this two days after the Grammys. Alicia Keys was supposed to perform. She dropped oh. out. So they had a space in the show, so they added the Usher clip from the Grammys. So he does Little Red Corvette, Doves Cry, Kiss. He's got FKA Twigs dancing all over him. I agree with you, Lori. I yeah. didn't think that was a highlight of the Grammys. But there are some really, really great performances. Her doing the beautiful ones at this really cool piano and some great guitar work by Gary Clark Jr. on Let's Go Crazy and The Cross. Mm -hmm. Those are outstanding. Uh, Foo Fighters, I mean, they go nuts on Darling Nikki. It's very, very funny. Oh, good. A lot of fun. All right. Can you believe it's been four years? 
uh, it seems like almost yesterday, and then it seems like forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know it was. Uh, yeah, it is. Like I, I've loved. Uh, I love the um, story that you had that the Star Tribune guys had in this Sunday. Uh, your wish list of twelve items. You and Remy Schneider mm-hmm. did it from Prince's Vault. Oh yeah, and you know the list could have been five times as long easily. I know, but it was it, it was really good. Just kind of some of your uh, fa- I, I really am I regret that I didn't go to that piano and microphone oh, concert at nope. Paisley Park. I mean, we did see it at the Paisley Park celebration, but that was he was so joyous in the at least what we saw. I know you saw it in person at the. Chain. Right, the, the film the film is almost better than being in person because you know in person you only can see it from one angle where you're sitting from, mm-hmm. whereas the movie that they made has cameras at different angles from all over the the soundstage and it, it it's extremely well done. I I can't wait for that to come out. I uh, wish it would. Yeah, when are we going to see some of this stuff? Why are they sitting on it? Is it all just well? We have something coming at the end of May. Um, you know, re- reissues of the the Rainbow Children album, and then that box set that Live in Las Vegas um, okay. box set that he did. Not the stuff from the Rio, but this is um, from the Aladdin. I think it was. Um, th- those are coming May 29th. But I'm I'm hoping for more stuff. I think we're going to get at least one uh, deluxe reissue this year. And I'm hoping it's Sign of the Times because that's my favorite Prince Studio album. Yeah, that's a great. It is a great is album. A great album. Well, John, thank you. Gosh, we've talked to you twice in in one week. This is exciting for us. <laughs> well, tune in tonight, eight o'clock. Oh, we totally. And, and it's on CBS. Yeah, it's on CBS. CBS. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. we will um, tonight. Yeah, we'll be watching and, it. It's something yeah, to do. It, it, well, and it's exciting. It it it, it brings back the thrill that, that Prince gave us. Thank you so much, John Bream from the Star Tribune. The special is tonight. Follow John Bream on Twitter. That's J-O-N-B-R-E-A-M. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Talk to you later. Uh, Somebody uh, tweeted, you know, Prince performing at uh, the Super Bowl. Uh And when they told Prince it was uh, raining, you know, the storm, he said, make it rain harder. (laughs) That was so epic. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.